Thank you for downloading this free podcast, and also want to take a second to remind you to pick up your copy of Nightmare at Nibblers. Of course, it's the real life ghost investigation of Greg Nibbler's house. Available now for your forever copy at funemploymentradio.com/store. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, one of these times it's got to work, right? I don't know. You're not batting. Uh, your I'm, average is pretty low. I there. really am. Well, I mean, I was inspired to give it another shot yesterday by our conversation when uh-huh. we were at uh, Landmark. But this, so I gave it another shot. And I got to say, the results were about the same. I pretty much... The same meaning that nobody wants to high-five you. No. At best, they're indifferent. <laughs> at worst, I think they're afraid that I'm some kind that of a psychopath. That you're trying to assault them in some that way? I'm, yeah, that I'm trying to kidnap them. That's, yeah. that's the look that I got from people. It, it is... I wonder if that's the look that kidnappers get. Maybe it's gender specific and you just shouldn't try to do it to, you know, women that are passing by. They're the only ones that are out running. I'm just saying as a woman who goes out running, I don't necessarily want a guy reaching at me. (laughs) Stabbing with my hands? Yeah. Uh, All right. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internets, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Quick note about that intro that we do here every day. I try to do it all in one breath, but if you listen close, I had to take a breath in the middle of that one. I didn't, wow. I didn't take a big enough breath. Yeah, so I, I feel like I'm. You're failed. just lackluster in all categories I, I, today. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> uh, just... Suman in the chat, of course, at funemploymentradio.com slash live says, uh, to be fair, Greg's, Greg's high fives aren't very high. Oh, well, that's true. But I mean, what am I going to do? Like <laughs> jump up or something like that? No, I mean, it's, it's, it's a high five out. It's not a stabbing high five. I'll explain what that is here in just a second. Um, real quick, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. As, as we said, we are live here on the Fun Employment Radio Network, which for six ninety nine a month um, is a month subscription, and you can listen live to all of the wonderful programming that's on this network. You know, we have our studio here in Southeast Portland. Uh, we are one of the shows on this network. We do our show five days a week, but there's a plethora of other shows that so broadcast many shows. out of this studio. And every now and then, we maybe bring on another show. And I think maybe that will be today. So (laughs) we have a big announcement to make that we're going to be doing here in just a little bit on Fun Employment Radio. And we're going to have a couple of guests in here to talk about a new show on the network. Oh, my goodness. So the new show isn't starting today, but the announcement of the show is today. Yes. Yes. Yep. And uh, people have already been trying to guess. No one has guessed correctly. I highly doubt anyone will guess correctly. Because I don't think they know it exists. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could be why the media has guessed it correctly. So yeah. it's, uh, we'll, we'll be making that announcement here in a little bit. It's, I'm very, very excited about it. So, and these guys, these ladies, these people are awesome. We'll say there. Yes. I, I kind of ruined that already. Yeah, I? why don't you just see? I'll stop talking so much yeah, about that. Yeah, you're selling past the clothes. Selling past the clothes, all right. Mm. Uh, so that's it coming is up. A very, it's, a very, it's a podcast that we're bringing on that is very specific to a category. It is, yes. Which is a category that we are not covering right now. on Because we like to keep it, uh, we like to mix and match a lot of different styles and interests and such. Yes. On the Fun Employment Radio Network. This is, I will say, and I, I feel fair saying this, this is a very nerdy category. Yes, a specific kind of nerdy category. A specific kind of nerd, like just you know, it's there's a, there's can be nerds for any kind of any kind of thing. This is a this is a very a very nerdy category. And I it's awesome. I will not disagree with that. Yes, and I don't think they would either. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fair assessment. Absolutely not. All right, so that we'll be doing that later on. Uh, so we were hanging out at Landmark Saloon, of course, one of our fine sponsors. Went there yesterday uh, after an event. We'll talk about that event here, here in a bit too. But uh, went there and we're hanging out and ran into Sean, who's a, a friend and listener of Fun Employment Radio, and he Hi, was saying, Sean. and he brought up back up the fact that. Sarah and I have been making an attempt, or at least I've been making an attempt, she may be successful at it, to, while we're out running and training for the different runs that we're going to be doing, to high-five fellow runners. Great. Like, be like a pick-me-up thing, like you're running past somebody, you're working out, you're exercising. Do you know how mad I am still Portland. that you signed us up for a 15K, and that's in less than two weeks? Yeah, we're running a 15K in about a week and a half. And one so of them know. is straight up a hill? Yeah. I don't even know how I'm going to survive that. Yeah, sorry, we already signed up for it, and it's already paid for, so there's no getting out of it now. Oh, okay. So we'll be doing that in about a week and a half. So 
so we've been training for it and I've been trying to like spread the joy, spread the, spread the happiness. Like we're working out like, yeah. And you see a fellow runner, like running down, like, you know, the, the sidewalk path. And I put up my hand. I'm like, high five and do, you know, be the, be the cheery guy. I'm trying to be the cheery guy, the fun guy. But you don't ever look like you're having fun when you're running. Like I don't have, there are, there are different kinds of runners, like people who will run and, you know, and they're kind of, they can have like a pleasant face and maybe they'll smile at you. But then there are the intense runners who are just trying to get it over with, who just look all grunty and angry and sweaty. And I believe you're in the second category. I probably don't you look that do, appealing. Because you, when you run, like I'm pretty leisurely, like I'll run and then walk for a while. Like I make a, I make a day out of it. I, I take some time. I, I I like to like set aside like an hour and go and you know like walk, run, smell the roses. Oh know, no! Walk through a graveyard. There's no time for smelling stuff. the roses. Mm-hmm. There's no time for that stuff. Yeah, no, you got to get it done. Yeah, I know, and that's exactly how you are. You got to get it done. Got to get it done right now. Yeah. So you aren't really the the model citizen to be touching other people while you're running. Oh. Because you kind of look angry. Nobody uh. wants to touch the angry guy. I look angry. Really. I mean, I guess I could see that's maybe possible. Have you seen the pictures of you from running, like any time we've done any kind of running event? I thought I looked triumphant. No, you look angry and you look pissed when you're running. <laughs> you look pissed and you just want it to be over with. Yeah. Well, that's that's usually – well, th- those pictures – like the pictures of me that I've seen from running are usually like hood to coast. And if it's at the end of like a run or at the end of uh, end of something, towards the end, not at the end, then yeah, I- I'm usually not that excited. I'm, I'm usually – I'm usually pretty much wanting it over at that point. But those are usually really long runs. Like if you see me at the Shamrock Run in a week and a half here in Portland where oh, we're doing God, the 15K. Don't say how soon it is. Jesus. Where we're doing the 15K. At the end of that run, I probably will not look very happy. I will probably look pretty angry. I'm, I'm going to say. I think if I actually forced myself to run the entire time when I go out for runs. like, But I'm just, when I say I went running. We all know that's bullshit. I'm not running. I'm not running. I will run for a little while. And then what I'm basically doing is like 70% walking and 30% running. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a lot of walking. It's a lot of walking. I like yeah. it because, I, you know, sometimes no, that's my fine. knees that's hurt. Good exercise. And I'm yeah. not like, I, I'm not a sprinter. Sure. But I do get my, like my interval running, but I'm not, I don't run the whole time. Yeah. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, it's it's being noted here in the chat. Here's a question. Uh, Chris in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live said, maybe when jogging, you should just uh, woo and then do a fist bump. I could just jab my fist at somebody and be like, fist bump. That probably. And then it looks like you're trying to punch them in the face. It would look like I was punching them. Yes. Well, so far, the high five isn't working. I've I've tried it several times, and it's just not working. So what can I do? Probably not the high five. I'm but I want a high five. That's not what you should be doing. I'm thinking like these are especially all right. I'm a single man here in Portland. You know, these are ladies out jogging and exercising too. I'm not trying to like hit on them or anything, but I'm saying like, hey, look, look at me, ladies. Like I'm out, I'm out running around too. I'm having a having a good time exercising. Like high five, and then you know maybe that sparks up a conversation or something. Nobody's gonna stop in the middle of their run with the weird, weird guy who's trying to touch them. How many people do you know? <laughs> How many women do you know in general that like to be touched by a stranger on the street? Well, I guess I don't ask that often, so maybe I don't really know. I'm You don't ask to touch them? You just touch women on the street? <laughs> no. No, I don't ask my friends that are women. Like, do you like strangers touching you? Like, no, I don't. That's not a topic That's of conversation. You should, say. you should hold up your hand instead of saying hi. You should look at her and be like, do you like it when strangers <laughs> touch you? No, that's <laughs> No, if you put it that way, it sounds creepy. I'm just trying to like, you know. Oh, Alex has a good suggestion. She says maybe someone should make you a shirt that says high five on it. That is a genius idea. But they don't be the high f- <sighs> They don't be the high five I don't guy. know how much I want to commit to that. You'll be like the free throw guy, but it, with high fives. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be that much into it. Oh, you've got to. If you're trying to bring a smile to people's faces. But then, then I'll I'm wear like a high that five guy. Shirt. I would totally wear a high five You know, shirt. I want to be the cool guy who happens to high five, not the high five guy. There's a difference there. You don't have to wear the shirt every day. I mean, clearly you'll have to launder it sometimes, but you can sometimes be the high five guy. <laughs> it could be a shirt that we pass back and forth. Like make a high, like we can make a high five. We're shirt. not sharing a running shirt. No, well, that's if not wash happening. It, it's just a shirt. No, no. You bought secondhand clothes. People, strangers sure. have worn your clothes before you it's had them. Not sharing. We're not sharing a running shirt. We share a studio. I, I, we're broadcasting out of this. We Fine, see each we'll other enough today. We're not going to start sharing clothes. Okay, too. I was just trying to like save a little bit of money. I don't know. I thought that maybe that was uh, being <sighs> quite thrifty. If we could share a high five shirt, because I look like. <laughs> I look like a crazy person when I run. I'm always uh, like jealous of the girls who have like the the cute little outfits that everything's color coordinated. My sister told me actually when 
the what I look like when I run. I guess there's this woman in Seattle called the Crazy Running Lady. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that when I'm Kurt, drinking coffee. Kurt like, I, coffee. I'm trying to drink coffee. I've got a computer. There's equipment around me. There's this woman who's known <laughs> around cra- Seattle called <laughs> the Crazy Running Lady, and she just wears all these mismatched clothes and like you know and like weird hats and just runs around the stage, just is running, running, and then like speed walking. And my sister told me I look exactly like the Crazy Running Lady, which I do because I just pair anything together. Nothing matches. You're the Crazy Running Lady of Portland. I'm the Crazy Running Lady of Portland. I have like some bright colored hat. <laughs> <laughs> like my running shoes, I'm wearing like leggings and some shorts that are probably, I don't know, like light blue or something that I'll wear like a, <laughs> nothing matches. I don't color coordinate. And I run by all these like, you know, pretty girls who are running and doing their thing and they all, you know, aren't sweating and they have like their perfect, like full on Nike matching outfits down to the socks and their little armband that they hold their, you know, phones or whatever in. Yeah. Yeah, that's not me. I'm you're, the crazy you're running the crazy lady. <laughs> no, who is this lady? Like they just all know about her? You just know? Yeah. No, my sister, because when I, uh, over Christmas, my dad and sister and I all went for a morning run, and I was dressed like I usually do in my <laughs> Which is clothes. mismatched and apparently looking crazy. Mismatched but. and looking crazy. And my sister actually look, was color coordinated, <laughs> which I didn't expect. I was like, oh, okay. So I looked like the crazy person running down the street. <laughs> that is so awesome. Yep. All right. Well, crazy running lady and high five So if you see guy. somebody that kind of looks like me but is like panting and probably walking and wearing all kinds of mismatched shit, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Most notably probably in in a cemetery somewhere running through looking at things. Yep. Wow. I don't sound nuts at all. Wow. Love how we took this off of me. Now it's all on you. Yeah. Right? I don't like that one bit. I do have some stories, though. All right. Before we bring in our special secret guests, who are actually special and secret because we haven't announced who they are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hello, my friends. It's a beautiful Tuesday morning, afternoon. How are you? Evening, if you're listening to this. How are you today? I'm fine. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, I have an update for you. Oh, I just yeah? have to give all these updates because I won't be able to do another update for two years until he gets out of prison. Okay. Greg, who am I talking about when I'm talking about Jeremy Meeks? Is this the the guy in California that everybody thinks is hot the or hot something? The hot convict. Yeah, I'm not going to, to call prison. him. I will not be calling him hot convict. The hot convict, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Meeks, is going to prison. Now, it was saying, like, we had mentioned that about a month ago about how he has been sentenced. He will be going to prison this month. However, he's going to have... Something waiting for him on the outside, which is a full-blown modeling career, yes? Oh, my God. He's going to go from prison time to America's top convicted model. (gasps) I made that up. Jeremy Meeks, the hot convict, is going to ditch his life of crime and opt for a career in modeling after he's done with his two-year stint in prison, which probably won't be that long, you know, considering overcrowding and all that stuff. Right. Uh, So Meeks was sentenced to two years in prison. Uh, He has signed with an agent who will wait for him to get out of prison, and he's going to try and earn an early release and take advantage of his newfound fame. Now, Jeremy Meeks says, I'm in a place where I'll be able to provide for my family and change my life. I never thought that everyone in the world would... Wow, someone's full of himself. I never thought that everyone in the world would recognize me for my looks. So I feel extremely blessed and very thankful. You know what you probably shouldn't do when you're going into a a stint in prison? Talk about how beautiful you are. Brag about how... How handsome you are and how much everyone looks at you and how much everybody wants to pay you for your good looks. Because I don't think that's going to go over too well for him. And brag about how much money you're going to make on the outside from your modeling contract. Oh, man. You still have two fucking years. You have two fucking years of prison to go through. You shut the hell up about that. Oh, God. Uh, Let alone who's going to who's going to really remember him in two years and give him a contract. Yeah, he might not look the same as he does now. Well, no, that's one thing. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Meeks was arrested last year on weapons charges and one gang charge. Uh, So Meeks' new agent, his name's Jim Jordan of White Cross Management, says he's got the face. Now Meeks is going to spend his time in prison to work on his body. He says, I eat healthy, but I'm going to concentrate on doing push-ups, pull-ups, dips, and staying very active. Oh, that was kind of (laughs) generalized. Meeks may even try his hand, uh, he says, when he gets out of prison for acting. For it sounds like he's going to a country club where he's gonna, just going to be hanging out. Well, you know, I'm going to go on the runs in the morning. You're in fucking prison. I don't think it's going to be that much fun. Yeah. 
Well, he says uh, he's looking forward to his modeling career after he gets out and also wants to try his hand in acting in a show uh, that would be something like Sons of Anarchy because he feels like he would fit into something like that. He's already... Wait, what? He said that he wants to be on a show like Sons of Anarchy. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah okay. No so that's big what deal. they do. Just give anybody an right. acting role. You know what? You don't do, have to go to auditions, Dear Greg, Mr. Sons of Anarchy, I know your show has ended, but I'd like you to reboot it and put me in that. Please. <laughs> Thank you. Those are Greg's uh, typing on the table sounds, if mm-hmm. you can't hear that. Dear Better Call Saul, I think I would do great as a role on your show. <laughs> a new story out of Nepal. I never actually thought about this, but now it makes sense. So um, it's a story about Mount Everest. Now, it is now... Becoming a huge problem on Mount Everest that human waste left behind by climbers is calling is causing pollution and threatening to spread disease. No, this is totally true. If you don't think about it, if they're up mm-hmm. there for weeks and weeks at a time, no <clears throat> toilets. They're all using the bathroom outside. Now it's oh, yeah. actually starting to pollute the atmosphere from all the people who have hiked, died. No, I've heard it's done really everything. gross. Of that. Well, I mean, the higher up you go to, they just leave the bodies. Oh, yeah. They can't take them you down. You just step over the bodies. Yep. Yeah, the more than 700 climbers and guides who spend nearly two months on Everett Slopes each climbing season, which just started, uh, leave large amounts of feces and urine, and the issue has not been addressed, and now it's causing pollution. So uh, Nepal's government needs to put its foot down and get climbers to dispose of their waste properly. So they're actually trying to do this where they charge the climbers. They have to actually take down 18 pounds of trash with them, which is the estimated amount of trash that they need to bring down, including excrement and such. Okay, so they have to haul, like, other people's? Yeah, so the, no, they have to haul their own. This is what one person should have, so you don't leave anything on the mountain. So what the government's trying to impose... 18 pounds? They're imposing new rules requiring each climber to bring down to base camp 8 kilograms or 18 pounds of trash, the amount it estimates a climber discards along the route. So if they don't do this... uh, they have to forfeit their four thousand dollar deposit they leave at the base Yikes. of the mountain. Yeah, so okay. uh, hundreds of foreign climbers uh, attempt to scale Everest during the mountaineering season, which begins this week and runs through May. However, last year's season was canceled. I didn't know this. After sixteen local guides were killed in an avalanche. Oh yeah, yeah. No, so I guess they didn't have it. I, last it's, year. it's dangerous. Wow, so climbers spend weeks upon weeks acclimatizing uh, around the four camps set up at the base camp. And the camps have tents and some essential equipment and supplies, but they do not have toilets. So the uh, climbers usually use holes in the snow for a toilet, and it's been piling up for years around the four camps. So they're now trying to do something about this. Yeah, you have to you have to book like it's like two or three months to do a climb, Devers, like including travel and all that stuff. What, completely not worth it, as far as I can. I say. would never. Other than you get to say I climbed Mount Everest, but I. To me, I just I don't I don't see the point. Just, that much time and money. It seems like a lot of time. I would rather spend that time and money traveling to a bunch of different places. A lot of death. Yeah, I mean you're you're climbing oh you're risking over death. Yeah, there's a yeah. percentage chance you you'll die. There's a high percentage, yeah. isn't it? Um, I don't know what the actual. I think percentage we talked is, about this before. It was a pretty high percentage, like one out of twenty or something, or one out of ten people. It didn't could come be, back. yeah, yeah. So there you go. Now, if you uh, want to climb Everest, you have to tote down a bag of your own excrement. Next up out of the Netherlands. See, I thought this was just happening in Oregon, but I believe that the uprising of the owls is upon us, Greg. Have you noticed more and more owl stories in the news you're, lately? You're really not sounding like the crazy running lady of Portland right now. That's <laughs> There is. You're there was the, not contributing there to that. There was the crazy number. owl in Salem that was attacking runners. Speaking of running. There, there was. But now in the Netherlands, uh, there's a town there called Pumerend, a Dutch town about 10 miles north of Amsterdam, is being terrorized by an owl. Uh, an unusually aggressive eagle owl, to be specific. So the local news media has called it the terror owl. <laughs> it is the terror owl. What is it doing? It's a two-foot-tall creature, and it's injured more than 20 people in, in recent weeks. Within the past few weeks, this owl has attacked 20 people. Uh, so one of the victims, his name is Niels, uh, described the attack as, quote, like having a brick laced with nails thrown at your head. Jeez, Jesus a... Christ. Wow. Yeah, the Pumarin Town Council says in a statement uh, they are seeking permission to capture the owl as a protected species and therefore having it stop attacking all the residents of the town. Uh, European eagle owls are pretty big ones. So as we said, this two-foot-tall owl uh, has a wingspan of about six feet. That's a big-ass owl. That's a big-ass owl. Two feet tall? Two feet tall. Can you think about that? I mean, that is that is quite That's tall. That's a decent-sized owl. And that, imagine that flying at your face, feeling like a brick laced with nails thrown at your head. Jeez. The uprising of the owls, Greg. 
Uh, meanwhile, uh, residents of the town are being urged to protect themselves with umbrellas. So they're all being requ- told to wear umbrellas over their heads while they venture outdoors. Because this owl is flying around everywhere. Yikes. In Walmart news, not from Florida. Uh, yet another Walmart patron has been arrested and accused of pleasuring himself in oh, front geez. of fellow Walmart shoppers. Of course. In South Carolina this past weekend, a man was seen furiously masturbating in several sections of a Myrtle Beach Walmart with customers and employees alleging that they saw him expose himself several times. One Walmart worker told police that a female customer had approached him and reported that a man was acting weird in the men's department. When the worker went to check things out, she saw uh, he saw that the man, quote, had his penis out of his pants and was rubbing it. I would say that's acting weird. That's probably acting weird. Uh, he'd cover himself when someone moved toward him, the worker noted, and then he'd go right back to doing what he was doing when he thought Wait, no one was watching. Was this guy just sitting there observing him while he's doing this and doing nothing to stop him? I think you have to observe how long before do, you arrest. How many times do you have to watch the guy pulling it out and, and apparently rubbing it before you decide, okay, well, now that's enough. Four times, you get out of here, sir. Okay, well... I- I don't think that's enough. So the one worker said that he said he saw it when nobody else was watching him. Then two other workers also reported seeing the man doing, is pleasuring himself in the store. The security at Walmart sounds pretty amazing. So three separate security officers were all watching this man play with his ding-dong inside of the Walmart. Um, Finally, the police were called. And when a police officer approached the man, he placed the jacket over the front of his pants and tried to walk away. (laughs) Uh, He was indeed arrested. And upon arrest for indecent exposure, the man reportedly told police that he had a problem with sticking his hands in his pants. (laughs) Okay, wait a minute, though. That's still not a good excuse because he has a problem with sticking his hand in his pants. Not about pulling it out. That's something different. He said, oh, that's true. He was ex- the exposing. Yeah, so got to come up. You've got to have a better excuse That's true. Ready. It wasn't like just zipped up. He you would think like- you'd have a pre-made excuse if you're going to go through that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't my kind of thing. You know, I, I wouldn't be into you're, doing this. The exposure this. thing isn't your thing? Not my deal. Okay. No, not my deal. Even I though you dream of being a crazy old man who can walk around in his underwear? Different. Do not put those two things together. You've said it so many times. I'm it just saying what you've said. It is a different situation that is not a sexual thing. That is a thing where I feel when I'm old, I would think it would just be fun to get away with doing things and people would be... You could get away with things. It's different. That's different. Okay. i got to be like 85 before that can happen. This guy, what this guy's doing, see, that that's, that's not my deal. But I would think if you're going to do it, you need to have a better excuse ready. Because that, that doesn't even match up with what it is that he, he was doing. At least remember there was that other guy before where he was like, oh, I just, they say he was like letting it breathe or something. <laughs> there was some weird, uh, some weird excuse. I can't remember, like his pants were yeah. hurting him or yeah. something along Rash those lines. Rash or something, I don't know. Yeah, no, this guy just said in, in a direct quote, he had a problem with sticking his hands in his pants. All right. So that was not good enough and he was arrested for decent <laughs> exposure. All right. And finally... I don't like doing a lot of stories that end with death because, you know, we like to keep it a little light here. However, this story is my nightmare come true. And I feel like other folks who enjoy a fine glass of wine in the evening when they're at their homes by themselves also need to be aware of this. For I am now going to buy myself plastic wine cups. A freak accident involving a broken wine glass was reportedly what killed a woman over this past weekend. A freak accident involving a broken wine glass. Now, let me go into the details. So this woman, she was an R&B singer, uh, famous in the 90s. Uh, She was 46 years old. A Grammy-nominated, she was a member of a uh, Grammy-nominated group, (coughs) Brownstone. She was found bleeding to death by her husband uh, this past Friday night in their Los Angeles home. So evidence suggests that the the music star fell backward while holding a glass of wine. She might have tripped over something as two fatal puncture wounds were discovered on the back of her neck. She tripped and fell onto her wine glass. That is my nightmare, okay? I don't have a cat to eat my face off. I don't have, I, that, that's like the dangerous thing when everyone says like, oh, you know, you're a single woman. Oh, watch out. Your cat's going to eat your corpse or whatever. I thought I was safe until I like to have myself a nice glass of wine at the end of the day. I like to sit there and I'm clumsy and I'm clumsy. I might have a glass that holds a bottle of wine. Right. That's a glass. So authorities told the news source that there is no foul play suspected and there is absolutely no history of domestic violence. Um, so the mother of one was apparently discovered by a, uh, by a door leading out to a back patio. 
Her husband tried to rush her to the, pa- uh, to the hospital, but she died along the way. Oh, my God. Yeah. So she tripped, the glass broke, and stabbed her in the neck. I don't even think the glass broke. I think she had the glass. She tripped. Maybe she fell backward on... And th- I think she fell backward onto the glass. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. So I'm just saying... I don't know about you, but I'm totally going to buy myself some plastic wine glasses because that shit terrifies me. I mean, how does that even happen? And the police don't. It's not foul play. Like, it it legitimately happened. Haven't you tripped many times in your apartment? I trip all the time. There was the one time, yeah, it was, uh, I forgot to turn off my alarm and I was in my shower and then I heard my alarm going off and it was super early in the morning because I was heading, I don't know, we had a meeting or something and I ran across my wood floor and slipped and both feet went out from under me and I slammed the back of my head. I thought yeah, I... Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, I, it swelled to like the size of half a softball. It was huge. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, Simon's saying, drink it from the box with a crazy straw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Just boda box it all the way. Get myself a bandit. Just carry that around. I'll get like the hand carried. I want you guys to be aware. Please be careful when you're drinking wine by yourself. You don't want to fall on your wine glass and have it stab you in the neck. And that, my friends, is your world too crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, all right. Wow. Oh, seriously, that's the stuff of nightmares for me, Greg. Yeah, that is that is pretty damn terrifying. I know. I know. All right. Well, just be careful. Try not to be so clumsy. That sounded just creepy. Well, I'm just saying accidents happen, Sarah. Okay. All right, that's enough. Um, okay, real quick, before we go to break and bring in our guests, and they're going to announce their brand new show that's going to be coming onto the Fun Employment Radio Network, which we are very, very excited about. Uh, real quick, so yesterday I was talking about, or I was talking about yesterday. There we go. Mm. <clears throat> Resetting that. I was talking about yesterday how we were at Landmark Saloon. <laughs> Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. And we had gone there and uh, and had a couple of beers uh, yesterday evening. And that was after we had gone to the memorial for Jerome Kersey. Jerome Kersey yes. of the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, the, he was a big, big part of the community here in Portland. And you can look him up, Jerome Kersey, if you don't know who he is. But very, very, very good guy. Very beloved. Yeah. Yeah. He was a former player who did a lot for the community uh, awesome dude. So we went down to the Memorial Coliseum here and saw the uh, saw the memorial for. Yeah. Him, so which... they had like a public memorial because uh, you know him being part of uh, you know the Portland community for so long. Like there's so many people who wanted to pay their respects. So they had this big open memorial and they had a bunch of speakers and yeah. And it aired on television here locally and on the radio and I mean that's how big it and... is. Like a, like news stations were broadcasting it commercial free because yeah. everyone mm-hmm. wanted to see this thing. So yeah. we went and uh, I'm really glad that we took the time to go and do it. It was amazing to see in person and very sad. Very a, a sad. A beautiful yeah. celebration of a beautiful life. So yes. It was good. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. the right way to put it. So we we went and saw that yesterday and then uh and then went down to Landmark because after that I was like I I kind of need a kind of need a beer after yeah, that. <laughs> like exactly. it was it was uh, you know, it's like going to anybody's memorial well, service. Well, and it like, was so sad. So I, I I went it was uh Greg Tristan Scott Daly uh, and I Mm-hmm. And so it was the three of us. And, we, you know, when you're sitting with three of your buddies and then, like, all of you are, like, trying not to cry and then, like, you are crying and then we're all just sitting there staring straight ahead. Oh, it was very dusty other. in there. Yeah, it was very dusty. Very, very, they very dusty. They should have dusted before the memorial started. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I had a lot of dust in my mm. eyes. Uh, but, yeah, then afterwards, though, went and had a beer, which was kind of nice, you know, to go go hang out and, and, and relax for a couple of minutes. And that's why, you know, Landmark Saloon is a fantastic place. So we went and hung out there. And that's where... We ended up talking about the eventually the high fiving of runners, and also we were watching something on television, which kind of relates to our next guests. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll we'll talk. We'll we'll have to bring up what we were watching on television. All right, there because at that was Saloon. so. It was very fun, and I do have a couple new favorites on that thing that I was watching. Okay, that we were watching. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll put a pin in that. We'll take a quick break. And we'll get our guests in here. We'll announce what their new show is, and then we'll talk about everything after that. So uh, we'll be right back in a second with more fun employment radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Fish tacos on a bust. I don't, I don't wow, know. that guy. I had no idea. Maybe I would it, expect that from you, Greg, not from our me, guests. Me, I would not. Okay, I would maybe eat a taco on the bus, but I would do it quietly, and I would do it in the back where no one could see, and so that way somebody else would be suspect. Like, you sit at the very back of the bus if you're going to eat food, because nobody really wants to turn around and look, but they'll always assume it's somebody behind them, and then that way I'm, I'm in the clear. 
it, I feel like you've done this before. No, I don't know what okay. you're talking about. It's a system. Mm-hmm. All right. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. So we've been, we've been talking about, uh, about the fact that there is a new show that's going to be coming on the Fun Employment Radio Network, but we have told you nothing about it nothing. if you're listening live. Nothing. Except for this. So last night, uh, Sarah and I, we were at uh, Landmark Saloon, like we were saying, and on the television happened to be a little bit of wrestling. Monday Night Raw, to be specific. <laughs> the way you just said that sounds so... It sounds so <laughs> <boring>. <laughs> It sounds like a porn. <laughs> I am going to take that out of context, and I'm going to play that on something else. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen... God damn it. I'm trying I'm trying really hard here. <laughs> Monday Night Raw to be Monday. specific. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Why did I just talk over that? Because I would have clipped that out for you saying that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the new show that will be joining the Fun Employment Radio Network, the McMahonhorn starring Adam Posse. It was a poke taco, so there was no order. There was no odor. Oh, right, we got That's the first line of defense. It's we got to talk about this. The name, there was, no, there was a severe odor. I there was no odor. Okay, there before we get into the tacos, <laughs> also Scoot Herring. Yeah, hi. Hello. All right, so Scoot was the only witness, so I, I we kind of have to believe him. So he's saying that the fish. All right, wait. Before we get into the fish tacos, <laughs> okay. no, the show is about this fish taco I ate on the bus. That's what the podcast and is it about. It will be until, until we resolve this. Taco. I swear to God, we will speak of nothing until this. <laughs> so the, the show is going to premiere on the Fun Employment Radio Network on Tuesday, March twenty fourth. Yes, yes, right here. At also, three weeks from today. Yes, yeah, most math. <laughs> Nicely done. Thank you. And most importantly, it's the Tuesday before WrestleMania. Yeah. So you guys have been wrestling fans. Like, real quick, before we get into fish tacos, because we're going to talk about yeah, fish we gotta, tacos. We have Let's to. be honest. That's the main thing everybody wants to get to. That train's on its way. Let's, yeah. let's just get the business taken <laughs> care my, of. My luggage is at the loading dock. <laughs> <laughs> so getting the business taken care of. So you guys have had this idea of doing the wrestling, wrestling podcast for a long time. Yeah, uh, you you tried it out before. Like, explain the history for anybody who wants to know. Um. Uh. Well, the the true, the, I guess the the true birth of it and our friendship, Scoot. Truth <laughs> is, uh, Scoot uh, had a video game podcast called yeah. Press Scoot to Continue, and a couple months after I started comedy, he was kind enough to have me on it. And that podcast is actually like the birth of our friendship, literally. Like, we were just two guys in the comedy scene. He was like, "Hey, you want to try and do this with me?" And I was like, "Yeah." Then we went and did it. And what happened was we kept trying to talk about video games, but any time something remotely during the podcast related to wrestling we'd both start wrestling nerding out <laughs> and then so yeah. it ended up being like six hours long this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just every tangent was like uh-huh <laughs> yeah me too yeah oh my god stunners right stunners yeah. bro <laughs> or wrestling's that kind of thing like people like it they're fanatics about it but it's kind of you don't talk about it with people because you always get that same response from People who, you know it's fake, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a moron. You know Friends was fake, right? <laughs> like, I don't... There's no way they could afford that apartment. It doesn't not make at all. any sense. Oh, that apartment true. makes no sense at all. Yeah. Even though uh, the, the coffee table thing was explained, how they always get that same spot in the coffee shop, they showed that it had a tiny reserve sign on the coffee table if you look close oh, enough. Yes. Our podcast is about friends, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, I feel like everybody in that coffee shop would have just told them to shut the hell up oh, after a while. Oh, yeah. They're in here again talking about, oh, my God. <laughs> right? Know, especially, well, Gunther had such a crush on Rachel. Yeah. I can't believe I just remembered those names. It's yeah, been a while since I've job. seen it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I have no idea. What you're... <laughs> I was kind of proud. <laughs> so it's going to be about friends and about fish tacos. Fish tacos. <laughs> but and that's what the show is. From there, we all watched WrestleMania, and we just kept becoming better friends. And like Scoot's actually why I started wrestling again. Watching wrestling again was from that podcast we did. I was like, yeah, I still love wrestling, and mm-hmm. I'd always just checked in over the years just to see what's going on with it. And then during Bridgetown 2012, I was a hungover, half taking a nap in the, the the smaller room at what's now the Alhambra Theater mm-hmm. yeah, on a couch in there. And Carmel, Ian Carmel was in there doing a sports podcast, and he's just dropping fucking science. Just, you know, him and the sports dudes just whipping out all the sport knowledge. And I had the thing where, like, man, I wish I was a sports guy. I could just sit there and talk <laughs> with someone like that about that shit. And I was like, oh, wait, I'm a wrestling nerd. Yeah. And I literally ran out and found Scoot in line because I saw him in line for another show. And I was like, yo, we should do a wrestling podcast. <laughs> And then we did all of two of them. Uh, <laughs> we did three, but the, there's a lost episode. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, you guys had talked about that. That's just painful. Yeah, we did like two of them. Uh, we recorded it on my like laptop with rock band mics because <laughs> we're real profesh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was just us yelling about stuff. And I think we had like three listeners. 
<laughs> and and we just kept the dream alive. I know our listeners. I know two of our listeners. Yeah, I know names. all of them. <laughs> Shouts to AJ Marquez and Aaron Kirby. What's up, Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we just always wanted to do it. And, well, Posse was the real driver. He really, 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 really wanted to do it. And I was like, yeah, whenever you figure it out. But it's like, and the podcast is unofficially going to be between, like, me and Scoot. We're going to be, like, the main guys. But, like, David Moscoro and Shane Hosey are going to be rotating in and out constantly, I'd say. Because yeah. it started as the four of us. There's actually a big group of co- comedians in Portland that, like, secretly love wrestling. So. Well, and I have a big group of friends that aren't comedians that did very much love wrestling yeah. as yeah. well. I mean, well, it's so it's so prominent, like, but people keep it secret. Well, that's the thing. I think it's like made a big comeback now because people are starting to, be, to open up about it because it did. Like, you could never really talk about it because it was. Yeah. Well, also, I don't with, know. also, like, I guess, like with nerd culture in general. I mean, are you really going to sit there with your fucking Star Wars action figures and look down on me? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Everyone totally. needs to like respect everything that anybody chooses to like. I don't know about all that. There's a lot of things I'm yeah. going to shit on. There, <laughs> we're actually going to shit on wrestling quite a bit <laughs> during the podcast. So, but basically, uh, so what we'll be doing with the podcast uh, before and after every major WWE pay per view because they're the biggest company. We'll be focusing and going over what the WWE has been up to, giving our opinions on it and then we're going to try and talk about as much other wrestling as we can like WWE has a minor league right now like the WWE product right now it's been awful fucking terrible yeah. the worst yeah. <laughs> like really bad like yeah. as a wrestling fan like we me and Scoot have been sitting in his living room just complaining yeah. for the last year now we're about to share that with everyone hilariously <laughs> leading up to this reveal of the podcast we're like oh man like I don't know if I want to watch wrestling anymore. <laughs> like and now we got to do a podcast. But WWE has a minor league that you can watch on the WWE Network for nine ninety nine a month. Do not subscribe to that bullshit before you subscribe to Fun Employment. But before, <laughs> but for so. nine ninety nine, got you guys back. <laughs> Label Thanks, mates, not. But uh, for nine ninety nine a month, and they have their minor league, and the minor league is off so the much fucking. Better chain yeah it's just filled with like these indie legends from all like there's a guy named kenta from japan he goes by uh, hideo itami legend like literally these guys are legendary on the indie circuit and they come here and they're doing like the storylines are being run better everything's better the women's wrestling is actually women's fucking wrestling like in wwe in the main uh fed it's just like uh, like uh did you looked at me weird let's pull each other's hair and like yeah, I watched that last night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no more than like sixty second matches for the ladies. Yeah, oh no, they pull each other's hair and slap over, each other yeah. and then throw them. They're never just... over a minute. Most wrestling fans call them ends in a roll up. Yeah. Most of them end in a roll up where like the ladies more often than not have the best match of the night. Probably the last three pay per views. Oh yeah, me and Scoot think the ladies had the best match of the night. Like they're throwing the fuck down in NXT. NXT. Yeah. So wrestling in and of itself isn't dead. WWE just has a lot of shit they gotta fix, and we are gonna tell them how to do it. And considering how most of them should be listening to the Fun Employment Network. They'll probably listen, then we'll fix wrestling. So everyone's welcome. (laughs) You're all welcome. And I think if anybody's going to do it, it's definitely going to be us. I mean, come on. Well, and I think that people are under the impression that they need to know about wrestling in order to hear people talk about it, which isn't the case. I love hearing my nerdy wrestling friends talk about the the different wrestlers and the storylines and the face and the heel. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, and you liked it so much that became the group Halloween costume this last year. Yeah. No, I, I legitimately love watching wrestling. We watched it for two hours last night. Yeah, that made an excuse to stay longer. That's actually how this really came to be. Remember last time I was on the show, uh, we were outside smoking afterwards, and then uh, we were talking about you guys' Halloween costumes. I brought up that I used to have a podcast, and it was actually you guys. I was like, "Yeah, well, fucking friends." And so, thank you both for that. Yeah, oh yeah, good. awesome. Great of you guys. So nice. Did you, so, did you watch it last night? WWE yeah. Raw. We um, watch on Tuesdays. Yeah, we watch on okay. Tuesdays because I I don't have cable. I have it, it, they play Raw on Hulu. Uh, afterwards, oh. shout out Hulu. Uh, I don't know because also subscribe after, after you subscribe. Yeah, do that. <laughs> um, but on Hulu, because like Raw on TV is three hours long, it doesn't need to be three hours long. It's a lunch filler. It's crap because the product's so terrible right now. But if you watch it on Hulu, they stream it down to only ninety minutes, and then okay. it's very watchable because then it's okay. just like only the parts you need to know. For each pay per view, like the, all the main selling points, so that's how we watch it. Yeah. Um, but I actually read like reviews of Raw now because, like I said, I don't want to watch it anymore because <laughs> it's been so terrible. So I'll just read like the review and be like, yeah, yeah, okay, I didn't need to watch it. I got what I got. <laughs> I the just actually, I, I I read the reviews too, and I actually enjoy just the way they're written. 
but I'll usually veer towards one that agrees with me. Right. So I'll just sit there on my phone like, yeah, I'm right. Yeah, I'm right. I'm so fucking <laughs> right about right. this shit. What amazes me is how many people, like even celebrities and such, are such big wrestling fans. Like we were watching it last night and Jon Stewart was on it. Huge. He's yeah. a huge It was wrestling amazing fan. with yeah. him and Seth Rollins yeah. having their little face off. you dropping names of wrestlers. Well, because the only reason I remember is because Seth Rollins is hot, as is uh, uh, Roman Reigns. That's why I know who AJ Lee is. But There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan fly. of her. Oh yeah, great! There, she was in one of the the things last night, and he's just like, "Oh, AJ oh, yeah. Lee." Yeah. AJ Lee came back last night. I don't know if you knew that. We'll, we'll know later. She's gone. Oh, for like sorry, a few was that months. a spoiler? Nah, she's <laughs> gone for like a few months, and then she's back. She always goes away for like a few months, and then just comes back, and they automatically give her the Divas title because she's the only good diva on the roster. Yeah. No, right. Well, I was learning all this stuff about her. Like, she started dating her idol's, like, ex-husband or something. She's married to CM Punk, mm-hmm. who's a big wrestler, but he quit the WWE last year in a big old guffaw. Is that a... That's a guffaw. That's a laugh. I'll, I'll That's not guffaw. a thing that I was... Yeah. yeah. A like an angry laugh. A hullabaloo. A hullabaloo. Yeah. A uh, hoot nanny. Well, it made me happy to see... Sorry, I'm going back to the John Stewart thing. I'm latching onto this because this is the thing that I saw. But, I mean... To have somebody, you know, so many people listen to, you know, watch John Stewart and they're like, oh, he's the best. He's so smart. And it's like, but look at him. He was on, like, with the wrestlers because he likes doing yeah. this kind of stuff. Yeah. And apparently no one knew that. Like, this is a new thing that people thought he was just kind of like being paid to do. He loves wrestling, apparently. Like, he's a huge oh, you could tell on wrestling face, nut. Yeah. And he wanted to be involved somehow. And he had an in because Seth Rollins just on a rock or two ago just dropped a Daily Show line because the Daily Show – John Stewart's leaving. Oh, yeah. So he was like, oh, I'll take over the Daily Show. Said just off the cuff and John Stewart's like, oh, and just <laughs> said, I'm in. And he just sends a video <laughs> yeah. response to Seth Rollins being like, I'll video take you out. Yeah. Yeah, they actually played it last night. Yeah, it's yeah, so funny. where he was saying it, it was really Messing funny. With the Daily Show is the worst mistake. It's awesome. Oh, it's so good. He was giving his own promo. It was beautiful. And then now he's involved. I'm like, yeah. Do it because anything's better than what's going on right now. now so, would yeah. you guys be contrary to the opinion that it's kind of like a soap opera? Oh yeah, it's one hundred percent. It's a live, it okay. it's a live yeah. soap opera with big sweaty dudes slamming into each other. That's the whole point. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That sums it up. <laughs> and sometimes sweaty, like half naked women. Yep. Who are all like? We're there for the dudes. They were there, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's NXT, but it's because the ladies on the main roster—they're not given a shot. They're not given the opportunities that the ladies in the minor leagues are. Mm-hmm. Because in the minor leagues, it's mostly more about wrestling, and on the big show, it's more about just like talking and selling storylines because they want to sell merchandise and blah blah blah. And that's fine, but the storylines have been—they're terrible storylines. I don't know who the hell's writing gotcha. these things these days. Because I mean, it, it's wrestling is silly. It's dumb. It's supposed to be silly, but wrestling fans. Uh, they're called marks or smart marks. Now there's smarks. Smarks. You put that together. I just say I'm a wrestler. <laughs> we're all fan. into. We're so into wrestling that we know the ins and outs. We know how storylines are supposed to go. We know because like most wrestling storylines are kind of the same. Like it's just always. But when it deviates from that and it's just so dumb that you can you know the outcome right away. You yeah. get pissed. You're just like I don't even want to watch this anymore. Even yeah. basically, even with the fake within the fakeness and fantasy, they're not respecting that enough to allow you to suspend right. disbelief. Mm. Okay. Like, and it's so blatantly fake. Yeah, it's yeah. so obvious that we're like, oh, okay, we know. It just, like, it's just like, it's know. bad writing from the things that we read online. Like, their writer rooms, writers room is like 11 people strong. Yeah. And just crazy disorganization trying to write multiple storylines and then just stopping one for no reason whatsoever yeah. and picking something. It's just bad, you guys. So, it's basically, just... if you want to listen to a podcast from two dudes who aren't actually currently watching wrestling, <laughs> <laughs> you go ahead and listen to the McMahon horn. <laughs> We're not really like selling I said, ourselves here. We'll be breaking it down. We're probably gonna. Oh, it was funny. Uh, me and Scoot actually got into a tiff last week. I love tiffs. Tell me about your tiff. Uh, we can't actually. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, because <laughs> uh, it's sensitive to stuff in the comedy community. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay. Getting out All there, right. but we got mad at each other. We got we really mad at each other. You know, we're but friends. you have rebuilt. We rebuilt. Yeah, okay, but we resolved good. it on Saturday night, and I wasn't even thinking about. Uh, coming on the show this week and announcing our show that I realized how great would it have been if we announced a show that we're both on while not speaking to each other. Oh, so it's the just the whole time just being real awkward. Up, my God, I don't <laughs> it's just us sitting here not facing each other. I'm like, well, Sarah, could you tell Scoot that I think wrestling should be Oh, Jesus. Thank you for not doing that to us. Thank you. Well, I'm glad. See? That's why dudes can, you know, make it, you know, make up so yeah, quickly. We got, you know, you have to days. have fights with your friends and then you just make up. Oh, yeah. So you, you got to get along. Otherwise, your relationship doesn't grow, just like wrestling. 
Yeah, you know, it's like wrestling with each other's emotions. Conflict and resolution, you guys. Hey, you guys, can I ask you, um, do you have, uh, if you had to pick one wrestler right now, I know you guys aren't watching it currently, but do you have a favorite wrestler? Like of all time? Or currently? No, I think current. I want current right now because they're going to be talking about current wrestling. Well, they're going to be talking about old school stuff too, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. sure that'll happen. All right, then of all time. Of all time. All time's way hard. I know. I was trying to whittle it down a little. Macho man. For me. Fuck you. I like Macho Man, too. Right. Yeah, why? Like, it's not a bad thing like to like Macho Man. Let me see if I like someone better than Macho Man. You don't have to be obscure about it. Like We don't have to like dig deep and be like, oh, I'm really a fan of Earthquake. <laughs> Earthquake's my jam. <laughs> Nobody cares. Just say the you know, like people who know. Uh, Atsushi Onita, if you watched uh, <laughs> Frontier, Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling, Atsushi Onita was really great. With Actually, fu- really is. That's good. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll talk about that. On the- <laughs> <laughs> He's really good. Yeah, fuck it. I think I'm a Macho Man guy, too. In okay. fact, like back in the day, oh, we... Uh, uh, well, Scoot wasn't in the front row. We were in the front oh, row. Me and my squirrel. Oh, it's an awesome story. He, um, <laughs> we all went to Raw. He knew we would be there, you but asshole. but uh, Scoot w- went there. Uh, again. We sat in a different place. Podcast <laughs> 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 love. Uh, we got a hookup from. We got a hookup from my homeboy Ben Vericio, who, by the way, I told Scoot to invite to our WrestleMania party the yeah, prior my year. Fault, he said, "I don't know that guy. I don't want him in my house." Fine, his call. Fast forward you, to about a year later. You always ask like a second before you're coming over. Yeah, if I'm you trying to make just shit bring rando people to my fly. home. All right, fish taco. Let's do it now. Uh, make it happen. We still need to go back to that. But so, 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 uh, my homeboy Ben Vericio and he, so, uh, Scoot doesn't want him at the WrestleMania party. Flash forward to a year. We all know each other as wrestling fans. And, uh, Ben hits me, David Mascaro up, and our boy Benny Harkins. Turns out Ben Vericio's brother is like a gopher for the WWE. They come to town. We got front fucking row tickets. Something wow. Did make a sign? Something. No, I didn't know we were in the front row. Like, is this a television podcast yeah, one? This is the one. Yeah, oh, I, got, I got USA TV yeah. credits now. Do you want, do you want me <laughs> front, to? Front row. And so I got there. I'll let you tell you found out we yeah, were there. Yeah, I'll tell how I found but, out. But, like, so I got there after everybody else, and then I picked up my ticket from the Will Call booth, and I just go and show it to the guy. I'm like, I don't know where the seat is. He's like, oh, you go in the elevator. I'm like, elevator? <laughs> and so I go down and I'm on the floor. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. And the usher, he keeps walking me past people and walking me past people. I'm like, where the fuck are you taking me right now, man? Where the fuck are you taking me right now? Like, <clears throat> so back to being a macho man guy, um, Hulk Hogan's birthday was that day that yep. they were in town. Yep. And uh, our buddy David Mascoro, who he said will be on the podcast frequently, he's like, dude, it's Hogan's birthday. He's going to be there. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about Hogan. I'm a macho man guy. Not when you're in the front row. You tear up when you hear fucking real American in the front row. Yeah. Like, it was dope. Scoot, tell him how you found out we were in the front row. All right, so he said he was going. He said he had free tickets. I had to buy my tickets like American. (laughs) I was up in, like, the 200 level, like, way up there. And, like, the top 200 level, too, like, way up, almost 300 level. I'm up there with my friends. We went. And then at one point during a match, one of who got thrown into you? Uh, Jack Swagger. So it was Jack Swagger, and they were during a match, and it's on the Titantron. I see it. Jack Swagger gets thrown into the into the the crowd. No, but you were texting crowd. David just before. Yeah, I was texting David. I was like, where are you guys? Because I didn't see him where they were. <laughs> and then right as that moment happened, Jack Swagger flies into the audience and lands on his face. Oh, his dumb, big fucking face <laughs> spewed on the Titantron. And I just stood up and yelled, son of a bitch! Just really loud. Like, just so upset, <laughs> fuming. Oh. My Twitter handle was Front Row Posse for oh. like six months oh after that. <laughs> it's the worst. So the moral of that like story is: it. It, let I'm, I'm me invite upset. people to your WrestleMania party. <laughs> Apparently, I guess. Give me like a like a day in advance at least. You're always just like you say you're gonna come over, and then you're like, oh, BT Dubs. <laughs> Can this rando come over? I'm like, no. I'm you a, never know if the rando's a, a gopher for. Almost, the, yeah, I guess. I just I should have said something like that, or like maybe like a hint of it. I don't know. <laughs> Every time I met the guy, he doesn't speak. I don't like people who don't speak. <laughs> <laughs> Is he just shy? I guess. I mean, that's fine. But just like somebody who just kind of just sits there and it's just nothing. He's a nice guy. I'm going to say, if he's listening to this, I'm sorry, and I want to come. Too late. Too late. Shout-outs to my friend, Ben Vericio. you're good. Shout-outs to my buddy, Ben Vericio. his name Ben? Yeah. Are you sure it's not James? Holy shit. I mixed up with Ben Harkin. Hey! Can we cut this out? Who remembers your name? We can cut it out. Who remembers your name, James? 
Oh, it's too wow. late. We're already front row friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Afterwards, we're talking about that Raw. And Scoot's like, that wasn't a good Raw. And every, all of us in the front row were like, that was the greatest Raw ever, dude. It was Everything's better in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> Scoot's still sticking by his guns over there. It was a bad Raw. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun to be there. But uh, Favorite current wrestler would be Seth Rollins, though. You mentioned him. Uh, I think he's done great work. He's a great heel. And he's really Can you working. explain to people what a heel and a face is? Okay, so a face, a face is a good guy. That's that's somebody you want to root for. And short for baby face. Baby face. That's what it is. It's, they're the good guys, so they're the ones that you cheer. And they're just like a lot of them are a super face would be somebody who's like golly gee Willikers, who just very you know straight laced like John Cena. John Cena is the the go to face. He's been a face for fourteen he's the years guy that looks now. Looks like a living like GI Joe, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And he can't turn heel at this point because like wrestlers go back and forth. They'll do and heels bad guy. So heels a bad guy that you want to boo. So if people are booing him, it's a good thing. Like and it's you want to boo that person. You want to hate them. Mm-hmm. And then there's also heels who are just so terrible you're actually booing them. But you, it's a whole different. <laughs> now how do you know? Are, are you like made aware before or like? Do you know someone's going to turn from a heel to a face or a face to a heel? You'll see the turn. Like, it's you'll very kind of obvious. Like, if a good person does something obviously very bad, then you're like, oh, it's a heel turn. And but then there's real good twisty ones, like yeah. the fucking Kevin Owens turn on his debut. Right, that was great. So Yeah, so a guy, uh, like I said, one of those indie legends I was talking about came into the minor league with a lot of fanfare. Huge. And his debut was beautiful. It was awesome. Like, he's tearing up coming down the ramp because it's a huge milestone for this guy who's worked so hard for it. And he has a history with the guy who became champion that night. So he comes out and he hangs out with the guy who's champion. Everyone's like, oh, look at him. They're friends that are together. Then he whoops the champion's ass and yeah. he's been a bad guy ever right since. Right on his oh, debut. Oh, so he Turned heel. Yeah, so so like the trickier if you can make a twist tricky and make it make sense. Yeah, if you can make it surprising, better. then you're like, oh, but you need the bag. <clears throat> I prefer heels. I'm a huge like yeah. I love I love yep. people because it sounds so fun. Like if you just go out there and you can just say the most awful shit, right? And then people are like, yeah, but they're booing, but at the same time they're going like, I love you, like yeah, yeah I love yeah. you for being so terrible. Like I like that. So uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, the, him, Roman Reigns, and then this guy oh, Dean, Dean Ambrose. If you, I don't know if he, he was on there. He wears just like a wife beater, and he kind of looks. There like was a, a hillbilly guy looks, on there last that's night. That's Luke Harper. Yeah, Dean Ambrose looks like a dock worker. But uh, so those Dean Ambrose, uh, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns were in this faction called the Shield. It was a three man team. They wore like SWAT gear, and they came down and they whooped everybody's ass for like the majority of last year and the year before that. Yeah. They were awesome. They were like the best faction to come out in a long time. And then there was this big deal last year where they split up because Seth Rollins betrayed his brethren in the shield and joined the authority, which is uh, the fa- it's the Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Oh, my God. I was so watching that last night. And everyone yeah. and the, some of the uh, wrestling nerds I was with there was like, fuck the authority. Yeah. Yeah. They're the authority. Uh, they, so. I do have to tell you, like anyone, like like ladies, gentlemen, whoever, like it's fucking fun to watch. It's fun. Yeah. I'm not a sport. I'm not a wrestling person. I didn't watch wrestling growing up. It is entertaining, and the men are fucking hot for a lot of them. I'm just letting you know. You go into it with a grain of salt because it is dumb as hell, and that's just you it's go dumb in with the silly. you go in with the knowledge yeah. that it's stupid, and then you just have fun because so so many people want to point out that fact that, but it's fake. Yeah. So what? Mm-hmm. So who cares? So's your government. Wake You're up, America. What? So <laughs> yeah. So are the beans going into your coffee? I don't know. <laughs> Four dogs. <laughs> More shouts to Ben Harkins. Uh, it's it's fun. It's just stupid, mindless fun. And it is like Posse said, like I don't watch regular sports. I yeah. can't get into it. But for us to watch wrestling together, we do get to nerd out and just talk about it like it's real like that's the <laughs> point where we're just like oh and we just get into the storylines yeah. and we fantasy the, book and that's the whole thing well and that's the same thing as people going off on any kind of movie like people that are super into star wars yeah. it's the same thing it's a live action you know, comic book basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah they're superheroes you just i always like to imagine that all these people have superpowers and that's why they can do the things they can do if you imagine that they're <laughs> so strong that they're just bashing into each other and it's creating concussive force that's blasting out from the <laughs> ring i don't know i like that that's my thing yeah. It makes, I mean, they throw them really hard. Yeah, and yeah that's totally accurate. They do hurt each other. They just don't. They, the, all the moves are designed. No, none to make of those it guys. So none not. of those guys retire and just bounce around towards yeah, the end of their right. lives happily. For people to say because they were yeah. just doing fake wrestling. <laughs> for, for like people, it's yeah. all drug related deaths and crippled, and like that's all there is to it. If it was fake, none of them would have to be as huge and yoked as they are. Like they are designed to take punishment. 
Granted, all the moves are designed to minimize the risk of seriously hurting people, but they are, you know. Well, their bodies are hypnotic. I mean, there's no body fat on any of them. Yeah. Like, it's it's just a really fun thing to watch. Now, I want to get to the I'm glad you're into tacos. it for that. There, I Sarah. am. <laughs> no, I'm in for the storylines as well. Like, for the I, record, I think my favorite current wrestler is Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is so good. I'm wearing his shirt right now. Boom. What's up? Respect the beard. Respect the beard. Oh. Uh, Seth Rollins really good. Like I said, he was a heel. Uh, he betrayed his brothers, and now he's like he's ascended to become the top heel of the company. So he's the okay. main heel, and I think he's doing a really good job of just pissing people off, and it's great. Yeah. So You love to hate him. What do you guys think him. of The Miz? Right. The Miz is like actually, Miz now. right now, his resurgence has been better. On and off over the years, he kind of is just... He's not really a heel, not really a face, because no yeah. one gives a shit either way. We had to come around on him. And yeah. Like, they tried to make him a good guy, and he's like, he's not. He's just pure, inherent douchebag. Yeah, oh, he's, he's totally. Such a, like, yeah. the only reason I know him was because I watched, he was on The Real World. Yeah. 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 I remember those days. So I remember when he was a character on The Real World, and he was actually saying when uh, to his like roommates and stuff, they're like, what do you want to do? And he's like, I want to be a professional wrestler. Yeah. And he actually said that on The Real World. And so I was kind of impressed when he actually did it. I'm yeah. like, hey, all right, dreams do come true. Yeah. There was actually this you really, worked your ass off. He has one of the best WrestleMania entrances of all time. That's true. You can dig it up on YouTube, Miz's WrestleMania entrance, and it just shows kind of like the journey he took. And even as a bad guy, it's like, cool. He's like, oh, man, this guy fucking achieved his dream. Now I hope he gets his ass kicked. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, yeah, the reason we didn't like him in the past, he's – He's boring as a good guy. He just can't. He's not believable or yeah, boring. And as they a would guy. try. He's a fantastic douchebag. Yeah. They would, they I would love say, yeah. hating the Miz. They would never go full heel with him all the time. Like if he was a heel, he was just kind of like. And then they always tried to sell him as a good guy, and it just wasn't working. But his latest gimmick has been working for him. The guy immensely. who mocks his. Yeah. Yeah. So his latest gimmick is that he's a movie star. He's starting nothing, guys. I don't know. Like this is the whole point <laughs> of behind WWE his character. He was, film, in, okay. yeah, he was in the Marine Three. <laughs> and uh, World <laughs> Season Eight. That's so about it. He's been in nothing, and then that's the whole point is he came back and he's like, I'm a movie star. So he acts like a douchebag. And then there was another fledgling wrestler. Fledgling, did I say that? Yeah. That was yeah. good. That was yeah. good. Damian Sandow, who for a while was doing fine, and he was teamed up with this other guy. But then he wasn't teamed up with them, and they just started doing nothing. And they started yeah. having him just wear stupid costumes at every show. Came he came out in a Magneto costume yeah. for two weeks. He was basically like the clown of the WWE. He would just come out every show and just wear a different costume and be dumb. But then they paired him up with Miz, with Miz and had him – Start imi- imitating the Miz stunt double gimmick as the where, stunt double. Yeah, he like, looks exactly like our friend Tristan, yeah. the stunt double. <laughs> yeah, he distracting. does. Distracting. I know Tristan. Yeah, Tristan looks fucking exactly yeah. like him. Sand out. Yeah, but so he did this gimmick where he commits so hard to where like they'll be in tag team matches and whatever happens to the Miz, he yeah. pantomimes. He will pantomime so on the outside slammed, of the ring. He'll jump off the ring and slam himself. It's down. so good. It's, it's so funny. Really, really funny. Yeah. I was so confused when I first That's saw Tristan. it. Oh shit, he does look like Miz. Anybody who knows Tristan Mayer from. Uh, Rip City Bad Boys. It, that's exactly what Jamie is. Looks like him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uncanny. Also security at Bridgetown last year. What yep. Yes. Yeah. And this year. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, uh, good. I'll talk to Tristan. Yeah, right. he was talking about it yesterday. He's like, I like to tell people no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you should do it. So I have to imagine that there's several people out there who are just waiting for this fish taco story. Because every time we just mentioned, we just keep saying fish taco. And there's somebody out there who's just being like, just get to the fucking fish tacos already. Oh, yeah. Tell us about the fish tacos. Okay, so I gotta go, guys. Thank you <laughs> yeah, so much. All right, let's to the McMahon horn. They'll talk about fish tacos. <laughs> <laughs> it's a three week tease. We have to say what Scoot uh, witnessed, though. Scoot needs to say what he witnessed. This is right. what I witnessed. Uh, I meet up with my man Posse here to come down here, and uh, he already has a box full of fish tacos waiting. That's what he just comes Scoot up. Scoot was doing a podcast at our friend John Washington's place. He lives right across today. the street from uh, some food carts. And I wanted to do this thing where I was just creepily staring at John through the window while eating constantly. So I just kept going back and ordering food. And I was on fish taco by the time Scoot got done. Yeah. So he had fish tacos. He gave me one. We're eating or whatever. and put him back in the box. We got on the bus. Couldn't re- couldn't help himself, so he starts eating the taco on the bus. I ran to the bus. He ran the bus. That was the justification. So you were sweaty eating a fish taco yeah. on the bus. I said <laughs> I, I didn't run that much. Yeah. <laughs> I one bite of a fish taco ran to the bus. I earned it. I said out loud to him while he's eating it. I'm like, "Are you going to be the guy eating the fish taco on the bus?" Like you said just out the loud. Big guy. Yeah, the big Don't guy eating. Sorry, this for the public. Are you going to be the big guy eating a taco on the bus? And I, I saw the look of shame in his eyes because so he did put it away. So I start saying aloud on the bus. I go, it's fish. It's healthy. It's yeah, fish. He tried and justifying I, it to everybody fish. around. And then after saying that, he tries to hand me the Coke, and I'm like, too far, bro. Yeah, I was like, I had a soda. I'm like, can you wash it down there, homeboy? Be the 
guy. <laughs> no. And so we get off the bus. It's finally. funny because it's an ice cream cone. It's a fa- there's cabbage on it. It's I, healthy. It was a delicious taco. We will we will not dispute poke the deliciousness too. Poke. of the taco. Again, so I argue the poke. It's not like I'm eating this disgusting. Can't cook in an apartment complex fish taco. So. <laughs> they were delicious fish tacos. It's we, poke. It's fresh. I'm, I'm an islander. I fuck fuck off. I get fish tacos. <laughs> we get off the bus. He had given me a. T- I, I had put the half of it back in the box before we got on because I don't want to eat a taco on the bus like some people. And then so we get off and we finish the tacos and then just without missing a beat, like he finishes the taco and he just says to me, he goes, this isn't Hawaii and then throws the fish taco box on the ground and just walks away. I litter and that's what I say every time I litter. (laughs) Wait, why do you say this isn't Hawaii? Because I don't litter when I'm in Hawaii. See what the fuck, you guys? I don't, I don't understand. Know. I'm so confused by him. I have to hang out this guy all the time, and he just did it like broad daylight. He just and it's not like a little piece of paper. This is like a full carton box thing. It's biodegradable. Boom. It's biodegradable. Oh god, is this like one of the things when you go to, with your parents to a restaurant, and they don't tip enough, and you go back yeah. and like, put the tip down? Or did you go back and pick up? Went back and picked up the container, yeah. and yeah. I'm looking at him carry that with his soda and the, the other crap he's carrying. And I said to him, "God, I wish I had more to throw on the ground." Oh. <laughs> I was I was gonna just a long con just to get people to pick up your shit like, it was like it just I would not doubt stack it stack you up like a fucking college <laughs> student yeah. in the 40s just watch you carry a tower of bullshit uh oh Adam I think you the the chat has turned on you with your littering good keep coming at me I'll litter double you will. I'm not even like this is the same <laughs> dude who comes the over. Challenge. Yeah. I'll buy shit, not eat it, just so I can throw it on the ground. <laughs> the same dude who comes over to my house every day, takes off his gross ass socks, displays his rancid, decrepit feet, and I tell him every time, "Don't take your socks off." And then he does it like I a disobedient child time. that he is. I didn't take them off last <laughs> you time. You did too. You left them on the floor, and I threw them away because they gross. Well, that was while I was sleeping. Then that doesn't count. Yes, it does. I said, "Don't take them off in my home." <laughs> then I don't we'll care take. If you're to my sleeping. feet next time I go to sleep. Yeah, I will. <laughs> just don't take your shoes off. Duct tape them around the tops of his socks. You left them there. You took off in the morning, left your socks. I didn't slept. I'm sorry. I think Adam just turned heel. He did. <laughs> <laughs> right now. We're both heels. That's, I don't think like, this is not going to be like one of us is a face. I don't think both of us are terrible people. So, Well, I'm, I have more of a predilection to looking on the bright side of things. He Good does. I'm more all negative. Mr. He, Misery. He's the, he's the sweet to my salty. Yeah. Aww. We're the yin and the yang. Yeah. Well, we get to hear all of that along with wrestling yes. starting on the 24th. So, Mostly wrestling. So it'll be, it'll, it'll be, we're going to do a podcast before. The Tuesday before and the Tuesday after. Yeah. Awesome. Every major WWE pay-per-view. We'll at the very least be covering WWE and happenings in NXT. Uh, we'll also give you a guide on what you don't need to be watching. Yeah. So cool. if awesome. you're thinking maybe I'll check this out, maybe I won't check this out, if you have the WWE Network and you're just waiting to, to just binge on everything, and you we can, we'll can tell you, yeah, you can just fuck off for that month on yeah, WWE. Yeah, we got a few ideas for that. The WWE Network, by the way, if you don't know, subscribe to Fun Employment Radio before you do that. Fun Employment Radio But if you do, it's basically Netflix for wrestling. You can watch every pay-per-view that has ever freaking come out God, I hope the WWE gives us money. Uh, they're trying to get people to submit to this damn thing. Can I submit because of the wrestling? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's starting. And uh, also, also in addition to – I like to, the poking. Hey. Uh-huh. Yeah, like in that? addition to the, to the Tuesday episodes, uh, basically whenever we can pull one together with someone to interview, we'll be just interviewing people, yeah. uh, friends of ours in the comic community or anyone interesting we can get our hands on that uh, is a wrestling fan, talk about their history with wrestling and their experiences with wrestling. Yeah. Or I'll say nice. if you, the network, they have every pay-per-view. So I think sometimes we wanna, we'll go back and review old pay-per-views from like the 80s, stuff like that. Oh, or, that's nice. cool. You know, an idea we had was to do like riff tracks, com- our own commentary for old matches, and then you can go and like play that while you watch the old match. And also Portland awesome. has, Portland actually has local wrestling. There's two pretty solid feds here in Portland, the WCWC West Coast Wrestling Connection and Blue Collar Wrestling, and we're going to try to get involved with them as well. Yeah, that would awesome. be great. Very so. cool. Love to have some of those people. If there's anybody that has anything to do with both of those feds listening currently, hit us up. And where can they email you? Uh, you can email me at scootherring at gmail.com and wherever. I don't, I'm not sure Posse has an email. I don't think ADMT.PASI at gmail.com. We should probably – we'll make a McMahon Horn po- uh, email. We'll get on that, but we don't cool. have awesome. one currently. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll get them there now. That would be really smart. <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming in. Thanks, Thanks for having This has us. been hilarious. Hell for the yeah. podcast and hanging out, and we love you guys. Oh, we love yeah. you too. You too. Even All though right. you litter. Should we just go ahead and wrap? Yes, but I do want to say a happy birthday. We got a happy birthday in. Oh, okay. And it's to Matthew Jillian. It's his, I believe, 
31st birthday. Oh. Yeah, Matthew Lightning, you know. Oh, yeah, Lightning Paul. Yeah. Yes. Lightning. Well, we want to wish you a happy birthday, Matthew. We love you very much. Oh, happy that birthday. Lightning Paul. Well, I don't know anybody else <laughs> with Lightning Paul. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Boom, boom, boom. Awesome. Happy birthday, sir. All right. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. McMahonhorn, starting March 24th. I'm going to go home and watch some wrestling today. Do it. Mm-hmm. You're really getting into it. I am. I really like it. It's pretty weird. I really do. Yeah. Well, if we can turn one, even one person into a, la- a raving lunatic like ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. That's what it's really about. It is fun to be able to hold a conversation with my friends who do watch wrestling. Yeah. Good. I think all time I might have to go Macho Man too. Mister Perfect was my favorite. You were, talking, you were oh, saying oh, you love Mister Perfect. Mister Perfect was my favorite. Perfect. When I was a kid. Oh, yeah. we love it. All, yeah. all of his old promos where he'd like throw a football and then yep. catch it by himself. Yep. Because I'm wailing on some kid at a ping pong table. Oh, oh yeah, Mister Perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love you, buddy. <laughs> the whole Rest spinning the gum into the air and then swatting it. I still do that. He does that. He has a joke about it. I do that same thing too. Yeah, I used to hit my brother with it until I get in trouble. Hey, Jeff. And spit the gum up and smack him with it. Do you think you can still it. do it? Yeah. All right. Just, just next time I see him, I'll do it. Now okay. I know what I'm going to do. All right. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, coming up uh, tonight on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Guys and Balls, which is going to be at about uh, 7.30 p.m. Awesome. And soon to be, uh, they will be following the McMahon horn. Yeah. Which will yeah. be in three weeks. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Three weeks from today. Yes, indeed. Mm. Tune in. I'll keep my socks on, and I might litter less if people listen. Oh, right? <laughs> see, there we go. I'm going to go ahead and dispute that he's never going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you better not take his socks off in here. I'm not going to do that. I love okay. you guys. We love you, too. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you can kiss my ass. We've got some paperwork to fill out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.